0: I'd like to welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend, Scotty Ray, along with my co-host, Terry. Now, you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the 6 o'clock news. We talk a little slower, and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable, but it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some Southern charm and a glass of iced tea and enjoy. I know we're running a little bit behind, but this is still an important subject. I hope you'll sit back and relax and join us for this week's episode titled, The American Veteran. You know, as November is rolling along, the rain tried to interrupt our veterans program that we had just a day ago. I really think a Veterans Day program is really, really important. The more we watch America change and things that are going on, we cannot let something so sacred, in my opinion, go by the wayside and it not be taught to that next generation of how important that is.
1: Do you ever wonder, Scotty, and I think so too, and I think that it starts with me. Do I participate and really honor uh, veterans, and do I do my part? And and I think about our children and our children's children. Do you think that there will ever come a day where we really don't appreciate The importance of Veterans Day?
0: I'm afraid that's going to happen because as we look at would you have ever thought that police wouldn't be uh, looked up to? Would you think that we're in the situation that we're in on that?
1: No and I think that definitely the things that we're seeing right or wrong are definitely changing at a rapid pace and I guess that's kind of concerning to me because that's the tradition of Veterans Day and for most of us and I hate to say it if we're fortunate enough to be off it's just a, a holiday for us
0: yeah you should uh, get your family do a thing to go down to the parade and watch them a big show because this will fade away if you don't do something
1: or at the very least let's say you don't have to go to a parade I mean I think you should definitely show your respect you pay for a veterans meal. You talk to your kids about the sacrifices. Because when we talk about sacrifices, do you think that we, you and I being the age that we are, we somewhat get it because we might have had a family member or a sibling or maybe ourselves have, are actively involved in the military or have been involved in the military or had a family member that might have been in World War II or had a family member that was in Vietnam or wherever, Korea or wherever. And I know that we've had a lot that have been deployed to Iraq and Kuwait and Afghanistan, but I don't know that we truly as a whole understand the sacrifice that somebody makes and it's not just that individual it's that entire family that makes that sacrifice when that person and for the most part chooses now to go into the military that the impact that that has on us as a country
0: yeah and what a lot of people don't realize is the POW situation you think about that there are a lot of guys that were held prisoners of war and the torture that they went through for our country it's shocking
1: I know, and I know that there's a lot of Veterans Memorials that are popping up now, and I think that that is awesome, but you know, I think for most of us may not even realize the history behind Veterans Day. It's been something that we've been able to participate from a holiday, and that's it. And yeah, we see on TV that we've honored some Veterans for their service, but that's about it. That's about as close as some of us get. So, Scotty, I thought I'd just tell the audience a little bit about the history of the Veterans Day. World War I, known as the time of the Great War, officially ended when the Treaty of Versailles was signed on June 28, 1919 in the Palace of Versailles outside of the town of Versailles, France. And it goes on to say that in nineteen, in November 1919, President Wilson proclaimed November the 11th as the first commemoration of Amnesty Day. And so that later became known as Veterans Day. After that, I mean, let's just even go further than that. So we've been observing that since 1919. But The cool thing is something that we recently saw on TV lately, and that was, did you see the footage of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier?
0: I saw a little bit of
1: that. Since the creation of in 1921 of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, it's talking about it has drawn crowds of tourists to Arlington uh, National Cemetery to commemorate the unidentified service members who died in the U.S. complex. And members of the public don't typically get to walk through the tomb of the Unknown Soldier Plaza. However, that's a privilege reserved for sennials of the 3rd U.S. Infantry Regiment or the Old Guard. But for the first time in nearly a century, visitors were allowed to walk on the plaza and lay flowers in front of the tomb as part of a two-day uh, centennial event. It was pretty Moving
0: The footage I saw done a fast-forward to where how many ever days it was, it showed the complete line of people in fast-forward. And and it was as
1: far as you could see. It was. I mean, have you ever been to the... uh, Never. It it is the coolest thing. You just get uh, chill bumps when you see the changing of the guards. But, I mean, it is clearly something that you've never been allowed to get close to the burial or... The tomb. The tomb, because... That's, that's always been protected by a guard and, and it's protected by a guard 24 seven every day of the week. Doesn't matter what and the it weather's does, doing. And, no, and it doesn't. And I think there's footage of when it's snowing, pouring down rain, whatever else, there is the protection of the guard. And I just thought that that was cool, but it's just one of those traditions that makes you think, will we always have the tomb of the unknown soldier and have them protected and will we always remember the importance of veterans day or will that be something that will just kind of over time be washed away
0: i think it's going to be washed away if america doesn't turn around at this point where we are this is kind of like that uh uh, the road not taken Uh, you know it's a split in the road we're all standing there looking at it are you going to let some that want the country to go way this way are you going to stay true to what we are with our American roots? And I, I'm worried.
1: Well, the thing I, I, that I think I, I took away from this whole two day celebration was: Did you notice that you saw every walk of life that wanted to participate and be part of celebrating and remembering fallen soldiers?
0: It's touching.
1: It It didn't matter what nationality you were, if you were male, female, whatever. You wanted to participate. And like I said, as far as the eye could see, people were lined up waiting for their moment to pay homage to those unknown soldiers. And I think that you can take solace in the fact that, do you think that there were not independent Democrats and Republicans that were standing in line? Together. United for common cause. Would you even go as far as saying that you think that we do enough for our veterans?
0: No, we don't. No, Absolutely not. We've got homeless veterans. And, and what gets me, and I think most Americans will agree with this, were you know, this lawsuit that's going on where we're going to get $450,000 per person at the border? Yeah. And then you've got the American veteran who's on the side of the road, doesn't have a place to live, doesn't have enough food to eat. Then do you remember the big stink of the Veterans Administration, where they go to get to help, hospitals, and they weren't getting it? I think we need to sit back and take a look, a snapshot. The veteran gave all in his time that America stands up and helps that guy or lady, whoever it is. You know, and and I'll say this. A lot of people may go, I don't know about all that. But do you remember the uh, Don't Ask, Don't Tell program that went on? Yeah. Regardless how you feel about that, they were an American soldier of some sort. Whichever race, whatever sexuality they were, they did serve. They deserve benefits also, I think.
1: I agree totally, Scotty. And there's some sad statistics that say that it's estimated that we have approximately 19 million veterans in our U.S. today. That's a heap. It is. And of those, let's just talk about homeless. They're the homeless population. You mentioned that earlier. Right. It's estimated that 11% of homeless are veterans. That's strong. It is. And that roughly 7% live in poverty, and I, I'm thinking about that, and I think you and I have so much to be grateful for, but we don't serve our country, right? and if you do, and some people pay, as we have said so many times, the ultimate sacrifice, should their family not be taken care of, if they have come back maimed, I mean, it's estimated that one-third of combat veterans experience traumatic brain injury, or TBI, or post-traumatic stress disorder which is ptsd or depression you
0: know and and for years no one knew what that really was i can remember hearing you know i didn't know him because i was too little but my grandfather who came back from world war one who who you know he took out a lot of people and they said he constantly walked talked to himself after he came home just go out in the middle of night just walk around because it bothered him so bad of what he had to do in the war
1: And a lot of that was just to survive. Yeah. I mean, you ever seen Band of Brothers? No, I have not. Oh, it is a fantastic depiction of World War II. And then there's the Pacific, which is talking about, you know, the Band of Brothers is is over in Europe. But And that gives you a little bit of snippet. But there are veterans that are probably listening today and said, you have no clue what it's like to pick up a gun and really not know if you're going to live the next day and then to carry that burden back with you. I mean, have you ever seen veterans that are, they are definitely qualified as senior citizens and they can't even, they've been dealing with, let's say they went through world war two and those unfortunately are dying off at an accelerated rate, but they have fascinating stories, but they're still to your point, talking about your grandfather, so much pain, that they've lived with i mean it's almost like you have to learn how to compartmentalize that and go about your day-to-day life in order to be able to live what somewhat of a normal life no, but, but you've heard people talk about all the time that they've had family members that weren't able to compartmentalize that and as many charities and services as we think we have today, and your position and my position is the same, we don't have near enough, and we're not doing near enough for our veterans. We still are far better today than we were a long time ago. long time ago, you either took care of your feelings through, you bottled them up and moved on, and that was what a tough guy did, right? or you got out a bottle and you drank, and a lot of folks did that, or they took it out on their family members, or I don't know. They just... It, it was... Tough guy love.
0: Right. Yeah, I brought up that World War I about my grandfather, and I don't know if you remember this, and I talked about this earlier World this week. One or two? One. Okay, wow. Back in World War I, this was what I would call a great American hero. The state of Tennessee at the end of this really thought, donated him a house at the end of this for what he'd done for our country. But there was a guy named Sergeant York. Alvin York was his name. He lived in Tennessee up in the hills. And he went to church each week, and he couldn't bring himself, as he read the Bible, he could not bring himself to go to war to kill another human. Because as he interpreted the Bible, you weren't supposed to do that. He studied it and studied it, went and talked to his pastor, and he finally goes off to war. And of course, by the time he gets there, they label him a yellow dog because, you know, you're the one that filed all this paperwork grievances. You don't want to kill anybody. right? Well, Alvin York walked away from World War One, I, I think, being the most decorated hero there was alone, himself, in the trenches. And, of course, he was from the country. A very good sharpshooter because, you know, he went off to war and they thought, oh, he can't shoot because he protested about killing. Well, he ends up, he's in the trenches. He gets separated from his unit. And he's faced with, I think it was 160, 170 uh, Germans. And so he's there alone, and they're down there coming towards him. And they're down in the thing. They look up, and so he started making a turkey call he'd go, and they'd stick their head up, and he'd pop them off. He killed, I think, 38 on his own, one at the time, by doing that. And the other 132 surrendered to him, and they gave up their guns. And he marched all 132 Germans back by his lonesome, and they surrendered. And he was given the Medal of Honor. It was just over the top what Alvin York did and the state of Tennessee, uh, it was a piece of land that he wanted, and they got together and bought that for him and gave it to him. True Story is a movie, a black and white movie about that, that you ought to watch. It's just, it's heart-touching.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it sounds like that. And uh, and that's just one of many. many stories that exist today. And that's why I think it's, like you and I were talking about, it, it's so important in making sure that we don't forget. And that that word, don't or those two words, don't forget, it means more than just the historical standpoint. Don't forget the veterans that we have today.
0: Correct. You know, I I have never served, and I respect anybody that has. But, you know, I can remember Desert Storm when all of that began. And I've got good friends who went and served, and I highly respect them. But we have no idea what they went out through in that sand and that dirt for months. And then, you know, you go back to that generation to where the American soldier was spit on. You think about that. Vietnam soldiers who were coming home, they didn't ask to go to that at all. And they come home, and they were spit on. People yelled at them.
1: And I think we're still— Scratching on our head to say, why were we in Vietnam to begin with?
0: Correct. I don't think anybody wanted to be there, but it definitely was not the soldier's fault. He just goes where Uncle Sam tells him to go.
1: Exactly. And I I think
0: that... You know, you go back and you go back to Merle Haggard. Now, I think probably one of the greatest songs that was ever written. When you're running down our country, man, you're walking on the fighting side of me. I think most Americans deep down still feel that way, that we're not ready to give up our country to people that don't have our same American beliefs of the the land of the plenty and uh, the home of the bread. I don't think everybody is ready to give that up yet.
1: I think it takes a calling for somebody that truly wants to serve in in any capacity. I mean, you take uh, somebody that decides that they want to be in the military. I mean, there are some benefits. I mean, you can get school. I'm not downplaying going into the military. You go into the police force, whatever else. You want to become a teacher. Those things are traditionally not going to be known unless you're one of the fortunate ones that goes up the ranks in the uh, the police enforcement location that you're at or in the military or whatever else, but for the most part, the average person that is helping their community in whatever way that they're servicing that, it's not typically a position known for money.
0: No, it's not made for, and it's not, you don't get a pat on the back every day. It's just what you do. You get up every day, you go do what you do, and you help others. And truthfully, they're not asking uh, to be patted on the back. They love what they do.
1: They do. But at the same token, I do think that they deserve a pat on the back. I think that what we did for the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier here the last couple of days is remarkable about being able to pay respect for those that paid the ultimate sacrifice that are unknown to us by name, but in a lot of ways are very known to us in the sacrifices that they made. But I still think that we could do so much more for our veterans today because they truly need us. And I think that when we're looking to provide a helping hand to anybody, I think that they, our veterans, should come first. What do you think?
0: I believe you 125%.
1: If they have served their country, and I know that this can be defined in what capacity, then they should be taken care of their family should be taken care of because sometimes as you talked about when they come home they don't come home the same person that they were when they left
0: and this is what i guess gets under my skin you think about being an american soldier you're captured you're tortured and it's all for that flag do you know that hope uh, as Francis Scott Key, you know, is, is the flag still there in the morning? And they're tortured and they're beat. They finally get home and then they come to a land that where they burn the flag on the streets and you fought and were beat and tortured for that. And you have to stand by and watch somebody else. But they do that for your right to be able to do and think what you want. Didn't say I liked it. Not a bit. But boy, that's a, that's a lot to swallow there.
1: It is. And I think that we... As our listeners and you and I have to make sure that the memory of those that did serve that are serving still stays fresh in our mind. And I think the very least that we can do is to make sure to pass those stories on to our children so that our generation after generation after generation will still know the importance of Veterans Day and what that symbolizes. (laughs)
0: I think if we were all to tell the truth, I think we would admit that, well, America is spoiled. I think we each feel the land of the plenty is, well, giving our plenty to somebody else that didn't work for it. And so many times we see Americans take for granted what they have. That's freedom. Step back and look around. Most things that you have to be thankful for is brought to you by the American veteran. I'll close with a line that I read from Mark Colley. 21 guns, the stars and the stripes, an eye full of tears and a heart full of pride. When you hear that distant bugle play, another old soldier fades away. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more. We promise to provide stories that intrigue you, provide a little humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether it's strange and alarming. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know whether you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at secretsfromthesouth.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information and we'll be in touch. We'd like to say thanks for dropping by. And if you don't mind, tell a friend about us. We sure hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We'll see you back next week here at Secrets from the South.